teachers are leaders. And we're here to emphasize the good in education, one practice, method, idea, or trend at a time. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Teachers Are Leaders podcast brought to you by the Warren Instructional Network. And I'm your host, Andrea Coachman. And I am very excited to be joined by two colleagues and friends, I would say, Jeff Anderson and Whitney LaRocca. Thank you guys for being here today. Well, thank, thank you for, for having, having us. us. Yes. Ah, see, you we're guys already <laughs> so in sync. Uh, and I am especially excited. So, you know, I, Jeff, knew you when I was in a district. I was able to come and attend a workshop that the Warren Instructional Network was hosting and see you in person uh, working through Mechanically Inclined and then got to bring you into our district so you could talk to all of our um Gosh, I mean, we went K-12 at that point. You talked to everybody um, over, same thing. We did, gosh, what did we do? We did mechanically inclined for secondary. I think we did patterns of power for elementary. That was before the six through eight and nine through 12 patterns of power book came out. Um, and then I joined the win team and then we were able to bring you guys in. And that was when Whitney, I got to meet you for the first time and work with patterns of power, but then also patterns of wonder. So it has been for me so awesome to see, I mean, people who go from in the classroom, then get to move out of the classroom to publish what I believe is one of the most important resources of this time when it comes to grammar instruction and really see it span pre-K through 12. I just think that is so powerful. So Thank you guys for being here. And can you each just spend a little, just a minute or so, just telling us about how you ended up where you are? How did you get from being a classroom teacher to where you are now? Wow, that's a great question. <laughs> it's like, it makes you really think. Um, basically what happened when I, I started teaching in 1989, I was, some things were shared with me about writing that just got me really excited. And so I just always just attended everything in writing I could. But I would also volunteer, like when there was a new te math textbook adoption or a new science textbook adoption or a laser disc adoption or whatever they were <laughs> at a particular time. And uh, I would do those trainings. And in doing those trainings, because they made you turn around the trainings that you went to these great trainers, and I started like that, like my first year of school, because they were like, nobody wanted to do it. And they were like, I think I'll do it. And, you know, and then I started giving workshops for teachers for like at a school for $25 a shot. Yes. And, uh, and I enjoyed it and I loved it. And I, I just knew that that connecting with teachers about writing this thing they struggle with so much was so important. And I did that for such a long time, just like, hey, leave. Let's just stop with the grammar worksheets and stop with it and just write. But then I realized at some point I was really good at getting kids writing and such, but that particular part of the conversation wasn't as strong. And so when I saw things like sentence variety appearing on rubrics, I started studying and looking for ways that I could make it friendly, feel like workshop, 
feel like the same kind of discovery method. And that's when I wrote my book, Mechanically Inclined, which so, still sells really well, which I'm mm -hmm. very grateful for. And um, people like the message in it. And I was able to, I was still teaching, but at some point there were so many requests and such that I had to go out and, and be a consultant myself. And now right here, right now where I am, is I'm finishing some really great future books we have coming up, but I've stopped because of Parkinson's disease, have stopped presenting. But don't don't fret. Those mm -hmm. yearly workshops at Warren Instructional Network are still happening and they make available. Um, like if I have somebody that just can't get to any of the workshops or anything, some they have some virtual ones that you can um, purchase too if you're interested. So I, I think it's just exciting. And Warren Instructional Network has always been a big part. Those yearly workshops were so critical in building a, a culture that wanted things like patterns of power and encouraged that. And it never would have happened if Whitney hadn't stepped in and helped me finish this idea of patterns of power for elementary school. Um, so that, and we met and I got to say, because Wit's important part of this, we just met at a workshop when she was a teacher in Katie, and she was doing some cool things with my work in elementary in Katie, and we just started talking, and we've never stopped since. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's how that happened. So uh, when I look back on kind of how I got to here, I actually, while Jeff was talking, I was thinking back, you know, when I first started teaching, but it really goes so far before that I go back to sixth grade, mm -hmm. um, sixth grade. I remember Mr. Wheeler was my teacher and he did a full blown writing workshop. Um, wow. and this was in the, in the mid eighties. Um, and I remember that classroom was so the writing we did there was so authentic. I wrote letters to the editor. I was from Wyoming and this was about protecting wolves in Yellowstone, right? Um, I wrote a novel that year. Uh, and the, the work that I was doing with my teacher was through conferring and I was becoming a true writer that year. Um, and then I moved into seventh grade and the focus was on diagramming sentences uh -huh. and it killed my writing. I no longer saw myself as a writer. And from then on, uh, I didn't really enjoy writing. Um, and I didn't really see myself as a writer. I saw it more of a, as a task that needed to be completed through junior high and high school. Um, and I remember then in college, I had in my English class, I had to take my freshman year <laughs> um, that my teacher, she just, she said, you know, you could test out of this class. You're an amazing writer. And she would have conferences with me in this authentic way that we talked about what I was doing as a writer, uh, rather than the task at hand. Right. Um, and she shaped again, my thoughts around what writing means and what it is. Um, and so I reflect on those just personally, as I think about myself as a teacher and how I grew to where I am today. Uh, and so uh, when I started teaching in the late 90s, um, I, I tried to really focus in on 
teaching my students as writers rather than teaching the form of writing and teaching the writing itself, right? Uh, that was always a, a focus. Now I've been through everything. I did DOL, I did daily edit, I've done the worksheets. You know, we follow suit uh, with what the others are doing, especially as young teachers. Uh, but I did have the opportunity to be a six plus one traits presenter and trainer. So I was able to bring in other pieces into my classroom as well than just the worksheets. Um, and then I became an instructional coach. And that was where I found out about Jeff's work uh, because my team of uh, teachers and I sat down uh, to look at writing vertically on our campus. And um, that's when we discovered the writing. Uh, the volume was there, the ideas were there, but that application of that grammar that we were teaching about was not there. <laughs> um, and we were teaching our heart out, hearts out around editing wow. and grammar, using <laughs> DOL, using worksheets. And I was reading everyday editing at the time as an instructional coach. And that's that's how, yes, and that's how I had <laughs> was introduced to Jeff. And I, I told my team, I said, you know, the things he's talking about here just make sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's what we believe in already as writing teachers. Uh, it's, it's a different approach. And I think it's more authentic. I think that you will find it um, exciting to use if you are interested in trying it out. And of course, they said yes, because they are amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we all um, got started with it and just tried some things out around this process, this invitational process. And I made some lessons. And that's when Jeff came to our district and I got to meet him for the first time. Um, and like Jeff said, from then on, we just hit it. We hit it off. I actually, to get started there, I shared a lesson I had written for first grade with him uh, just to get feedback from him because I saw him as such a mentor um, in our educational world. And I looked up to him. I wanted his feedback. And he said, how about we write a book together? <laughs> and that's how Batters of Power came to be. So now I, I get to do this full time and continue this work with the other co-authors as we continue to carry Jeff's ideas and, and brilliance um, on into the world. So I'm and you add, the, add to them and make them better. <laughs> you guys are a great team. And I mean, with, you know, Travis and Melinda, it just is, and Holly, like- And Caroline. We, uh -huh. Yes, we as the consumers- I just feel like are so fortunate to just be able to tap in. I mean, to have the books that let us tap into the work that you guys have done and experienced and then continue doing. It's just it's super powerful. And I, and I do feel like the, the greatest thing that when I read, like you said, Whitney, when we read, you know, that mechanically inclined or everyday editing, it it's easy to understand, right? You're, yes. it's a conversation. You're talking to the people, which <laughs> Yeah, that's what appealed. That's at least that's what it appealed to me in the beginning, and then became such a big fan. Right, so, it's not task oriented, right? Yes. It's a conversation, yes. um, and this this way that we can look at ourselves as writers and the choices that we have as writers, not the task at hand, mm -hmm. um, and very much of what that sixth grade teacher did for me. And I have to say this to every like president or higher up at Stenhouse Publishers always ask me. Where do you find these people? <laughs> for, as for my co-writers, because they see them present and they're all really good presenters. And uh -huh. then they see them just, and they're like impressed. How do you find these people? And I said, well, they're just, it's just luck. And it's been a real, it's a real trip. And it's nice as, you know, my heart goes out to like 
I don't want to stop presenting. Right. Um, it's just it's just necessary for my health. So it's so comforting and cool that these innovators are taking that work and and still sharing it and adding to it. And we're we've got some stuff we're adding to. We're looking at a patterns of revision that's really ah. exciting. And so we're working on that right now. So you'll still hear from us. Oh, I love that. I wouldn't Definitely. have it any other way. You know that. More to come for sure. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, put your thinking caps on. I want you to tell us in all of the experiences that you've had in the years and years in education, what would you consider to be a favorite memory? I I have like two. One that just from when I was a student you have to have the context. I was in special education. I struggled. I'm. It was really hard for me to be successful. And she, our teacher, Mrs. Myers, my fifth grade teacher, who I've tried to find. I wish I could find her. Um, Mrs. Myers told us to cut out pictures from the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then we would write our own headline and our own story. And I remember it was policemen, like, aiming a gun. And... <laughs> And I wrote this cool little thing because I used to watch the news because I was one of those kids. <laughs> I didn't want to go outside and play. I wanted to watch the news. And so mm-hmm. I had that news speak voice and I was able, and my teacher loved it. And she immediately put it on the bulletin board. This is so great and read it to the kids. And that's when I learned that I could write. Mm-hmm. That's, but I also learned how you need to respond to writers to make them believe they can write. And, and both those things were huge for me. But my favorite thing was working with these second graders in uh, San Antonio at a school. Uh, this I was doing a demonstration teach and this little girl came up to me and told me um, when I told him to move to the rug, she said, I'm not allowed to move to the rug. I have to sit over there. Uh But but I just want you to know I'm not going to the rug because, you know, I want you to know I want to follow your directions. And she goes, basically, and she goes back to her little corner, way out in the corner. And then as we start the discussion, as y'all so aptly pointed out, patterns of power (laughs) is about these conversations of understanding writing and learning and looking at model text and what do you see? What do you notice? And so every that little her little desk was scooching across the floor as her hand raised up and she wanted to keep saying things and she got closer and closer until she got to the rug and it just that enthusiasm knowing that because I know why kids get set in the corner sometimes and I was certainly set in the corner many times my uh kindergarten teacher put me in the corner and forgot I was there and dismissed the whole school because she told me not to move so I was in the dark they turned the light out in the classroom and my mom was looking for me but um why am I telling that story (laughs) it's just that brain that tangent you go down (laughs) it, it all it all makes sense to me And this is why Jeff and I make such a a great team, because when I was in kindergarten, I was that perfect girl that wanted to do everything (laughs) the teacher said. And heaven, I remember the student that had to sit under the teacher's desk as punishment. And I was just floored that someone would act that way to get that consequence. (laughs) Well, you know what I had done? The horrible thing I had done is the teacher was out of the room and they got noisy and I went and clicked the lights on and off thinking to get them quiet. 
thinking because that was a good choice and she did not think that was a good choice she, she didn't agree with you were being choice. the teacher absolutely mid, <laughs> and this is nothing to do with me but at midterm she did leave school and be, go into a mental institution and oh golly joking. That is definitely something that will stay with you forever. <laughs> That's not the one that I dedicate Patterns of Wonder to. That was the one who replaced her and was wonderful, Mrs. Harrison. So don't mm -hmm. think Ms. Harrison went in a mental institution. She didn't. No. Got to yes. make we that. Did, we, we did dedicate Patterns of Wonder to our favorite kindergarten teachers. Oh, so. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so memories for me. Well, you know, one of my favorite memories in education ever was the day I met Jeff Anderson. Well, yeah. <laughs> I still have the picture. I still have the autographs. I actually still have the notes I took that day that are in all caps and lots of exclamation marks because obviously I was very excited about that. Uh, but I also, as I, as I think about just the impact we have on students every day, right? And when we do um, see them as writers and, and have these conversations that they're the ones in control here, not us, right? Like they get to make those choices. Uh, they, they feel confident and they feel successful and they see themselves in the future as writers as well. Um, and I, I just, there's so many times where students have come up to me to share their writing, to be excited about that. Right. But I remember, uh, one girl that had, when I was coaching, she had requested several conferences with me throughout the year, um, with some of the writing that she was doing. And, and we would just talk about her choices and why she thought that way and who her mentors were. And she very, and she, this was a student who had had patterns of power. She was in fourth grade, but she had had patterns of power since first. So she very much knew how mentors were to be used. Right. Um, and so she would come in with the books that were her mentors. And she would say, well, I got this idea from here and this is how I'm making it my own. And I've got this idea. This is what this author uh, has shared with, you know, that I've learned from this author. So those just conversations already at the end of the year, uh, she gave me just this little, she made like this um, little painted book for me uh, and then gave me a card that said, thank you for being my writing conference person or something this year, I am going to um, make sure that you get a signed copy of my very first book I publish. I'll oh. always remember you. And it's that, and I still have that card, right? I It's it's those moments that you just go, yes, this is why we do um, what we do. We build those relationships with students and patterns of power is just one way uh, to build that community and, and to build those relationships. And, and yes. Inspiring possibility is what absolutely, I mean. absolutely. So who knows what, where she is right now and what she's doing? Um, I'm, but I guarantee you, she's probably writing. Yes. <laughs> uh, so th those are those are just some of my memories that I have. Well, I love that, and thank you guys. And I, you know, and I've told you this before, Whitney. You know, it's I had a different perspective as an educator before I had kids, and then now that sure. I have kids, and just you know, my hope for when they get into a classroom and what they're able to experience as readers and writers, yeah. it, it uh, brings a new meaning to the name mama bear. That's for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yes. I, we I know can... too much, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, for sure. And I have to tie back to Jeff's story about the girl in the class that, that was inching closer during that conversation. Oh I was in a pre-K class and um, we were using patterns of wonder and the focus phrase was I write with pictures and words. Um, but the mentor that we were using was from a squiggly story. And 
when we were reading through that and looking at the writing that was in that book, it was the scribbles and it was the symbols and the letters and eventually the words. And so they said, well, I write with pictures and words and symbols and squiggles and letters. And I went, yeah, we do. You're right. That's what we do in pre-K. And so we revised the focus phrase in that moment. We rewrote it and they were so excited that focus phrase, they just repeated over and over again in pre-K, right? So it was just that authentic teaching that, yeah, we're going to turn around and revise this right now. Like this is ours. Um, And that just reminded me of the same type of experience, Jeff, uh, you know, how we engage students through this conversation. It's alive. It's not stagnant. It's not fixed. It's movable and malleable, but it's a pattern of process that you can work through to get these things to happen, Mm -hmm. which, you know, it never happens. The kids don't talk. If you, (laughs) they will start talking. They can't help themselves. They love talking. And after a while, you can't get them to be quiet. No, for sure. (laughs) Right. Which I mean, you know, that's your goal, right? You want them to have these conversations about they're writing and about what they notice and about what they, you know, the work that they're doing. And I love, and obviously it is very clear from, you know, the memories that you guys have as students to the memories you have in the classroom, to the work that you're doing in the consulting and still, you know, seeing it in action, Mm -hmm. writing and revising and editing and just that process is a passion. I mean, I feel like I can feel it. I can feel it through (laughs) the conversation just coming out it's clear to me because I have I have I have all of the patterns of power books and you know I've been to workshops with you guys and am a part of that but you know talk to us about why that's so important you know why patterns of power and the invitational process why is that so important for the students today this idea of growing as communicators Our world today is very different than it was when the three of us were children. Mm -hmm. Uh, We technology (laughs) alone, right? And social media and the access that our students have to share their voice and to hear other voices and to be impacted and influenced by voices. It's, It's more important now than ever, in my opinion, to really get our students to have an understanding that their voice is important and that in order to share it, in a way that can be understood and can be effective and influential, we have to take this approach around communication and having these conversations that it's not task driven, that's, it's not going to work (laughs) with these students at all. We want writers who make choices, not writers who are compliant just to get the grade, right? Um, Because when we think about them out in the world, we don't want them just to be compliant. We do want them to be influential and effective and have an impact on where we're going in our future. I think that um, I I love what Whitney just said, because that purpose, figuring out that purpose and understanding why you use those little marks and commas and what they're for and they're not for this cruel worksheet that makes you memorize things they're useful to the reading and writing and communicating we do in this world so why not make it into almost a reading writing connection why not when we invite the kids in on that first day with the sentence that demonstrates or maybe sentence or two that demonstrates the pattern of power that we want them to see. We don't tell them to look for it. 
we just ask them what do they see and they usually come up with it in some way and if you're very artful you can make almost anything they've said <laughs> grow back to the to the focus phrase and say well I you know what I'm I'm wondering here and but usually the kids will just say it and then we can have the conversation and do pair, share and pair do group conversations at the table do class conversations all those different ways we can have conversations but it's about inquiry and discovery and I get to, it's student driven it's it's mm -hmm. not it's not teacher driven, but we're orchestrating it by how it's set up. And that's why we we try to give you the breadcrumbs and whatever you need, actual things that you can display in your classroom. That's why those books are so thick. And I know they're a little expensive, but they're actually a full curriculum mm -hmm. um, for editing, writing, grammar. Uh, even they do a large part of taking care of revision and things that are tested and such. Mm -hmm. um, we are excited about keeping it about conversation and about positivity and focusing on the positivity and not the negativity because you get what you put out and just scaring kids about grammar that's really easy to do mm -hmm. to inspire them to use grammar is actually easy to do too if you follow those methods in patterns of power in some way I, I really hope you'll give them a try and see because it's just magical what happens. And if you look at the price of that, it does look expensive for a teacher to buy for his or herself, but sometimes they're on sale. Um, but they can, they can, it's it's for schools to buy and and use as a curriculum and have support materials with it. And when you compare it to other curriculum materials of that nature, it's not that expensive. But no. to make the color pages, to make it inviting, to get the permissions to do. I mean, Whitney has full pictures from mm -hmm. children's books mm -hmm. that you full color that you can display on your on your document camera or however you want to do it. That those those cost a little bit of money, but the convenience is it's there at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. We tried to make it easy so that the that little the little narrative part at the beginning is like 40, 50 pages easy enough anybody can read 40 or 50 pages and all the rest of that thick book are lessons and yes. tips and things that you can use as you need as you want and so we're we're just super excited about people staying positive and not getting into the label and more of the use mm -hmm. we're all about use yeah. application if we think about what our students are doing with this work, they're not just identifying, labeling, and doing, right? Instead, they're examining, they're wondering, they're they're thinking through choices, they're problem solving, um, they're evaluating. I mean, they're, they're, the verbs that we're using here are such higher level um, and student-centered around authentic work that they'll turn around and do too. Yes, so, absolutely. Well, and don't forget, I feel like, Jeff, you didn't mention the most to me, um, what would you call it? Not easy, but um, the the tool that makes the books the most user-friendly are the spirals. <laughs> yes. oh, spiral bound. Spiral bound. Yes. It costs more to spiral bound a book. but Yeah, um... but it makes it so much easier to flip through. I mean, even, yes. you know, I have not had the pleasure of implementing Patterns of Power in a classroom, but the work that I've done, you know, just with you guys and with teachers, I mean, it is flipped and tabbed with sticky notes and marked up like 
-hmm. it is a teacher-friendly resource that's for sure love stuff that lays flat Uh, yeah Yeah. exactly my my little my notebook that i'm using right now it wouldn't work the same (laughs) if it didn't have the spiral right and if you get one without a spiral there are probably counterfeit (laughs) counterfeit books so be careful if you are buying online um make sure that the book is in color that it has a spiral bound like these are important things if you're buying this book new um make sure that it's written by jeff and whitney right or jeff and travis and holly um melinda caroline etc make sure the publisher is stenhouse uh, because we have found counterfeit um items of patterns of power online uh to where they have removed certain things like the publisher's name uh they don't have it in color you know it's it's completely and and people are buying them and they're not getting the real thing so we we want to put that out there to be aware be aware, right? A good little, a good little PSA <laughs> for, sure. look for when you are purchasing any <laughs> online materials, right? Especially teaching materials mm-hmm. um, of, of looking at who the publisher is. Yes, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, I love, I will for sure put, you know, Stenhouse, stenhouse.com yeah. in the notes for oh, this great. episode. Because if I know that just like me, the, the folks who are listening, who know you guys and know your work are <laughs> nodding along, right? I mean, <laughs> we come back and come back because of the work that you guys do. And, you know, knowing that that work in 10 minutes a day is mm-hmm. going to ask students to do so much more, you know, like For sure. you said, Whitney, it's mm-hmm. not labeling, it's not identifying you're making them make choices and they're having to, you know, think. come up with, yeah, to think. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And explain and justify and yes. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Yes. And I know I said, you know, I said at the beginning and I was trying to remember, but I, I missed, I forgot to say Caroline, but not only do you guys have that pre-K through 12 solution, you also have that bilingual piece, which I think is so, so powerful in the work that Caroline was able to do, you know, with you, Jeff and in, and, in that book. I mean, and she's continuing that with patterns of wonder that will be in Spanish ah! as well coming up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that is in the works right now. It's going to be fabulous. I'm for hot pink for the cover. That's just oh, hombre, please make it hot pink. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. My day is made. That's it. Okay. We can be done. See y'all later. We're good. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you guys so much. I think, you know, we could, we could absolutely go on and on and on about the power will come back. Yes. Oh, yes, you will. Yes, you will. Um, (laughs) But, and if you guys do not, if you are listening and you do not follow Jeff and or me on Twitter, find them. What Jeff, you're right guy. At right guy, Jeff. At right guy, Jeff, right. W R I T E. I'm at Whitney underscore LaRocca because another Whitney LaRocca got in there before I did and she's younger and cuter than me. So make sure Uh, you get that underscore. (laughs) Get that underscore. Well, I'll put both of your handles in the notes as well. And you guys, if you're not, you know, we are at Warren INPD. And I think the, the biggest thing that all three of us are trying to do is just continue to support teachers. I mean, that's the goal. We want to provide and support and continue building them up and the hard work that they do. So, well, another thing too, Andrew, since we're talking about support, we also have a Facebook community. 
oh, uh, yes. patterns of power. So yes. uh, that's, uh, we have over, I think, 11,000 members in there and um, supporting one another. We're in there to support, answer questions. It's just a great place to network. So you do have to answer a couple questions to join. That's just yes. to make sure you're not a robot, right? But yes. um, definitely excited to have that community learning together. Yes. And I'll, I'll put that in there too. And I'm great. I'm a member. I love it. Awesome. 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 Uh, well, thank you guys so much. I mean, I, I probably now said thank you more times <laughs> than I need to, but I really just a grateful it. gal and we love I am. Grateful for you too. <laughs> Listen, yes. I am grateful and I still am in awe at the work that you guys do. And I'm just, I am so happy that we can just continue to be a part of it at the Warren Instructional Network. So we'll, we'll just all keep on keeping on. Okay. So much. All right. Thank you guys. Write well and flourish. Write well and flourish. Yes. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Sometimes it is a task. It is. I love it. Love but there's it. magic happening with it. And I cannot wait to see the the products. The real thing. Of this yeah. magic. Well, it's going through revision right now. So that's getting there. Love it. <laughs> Thank All you right. guys. <laughs> Thank you.